Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Having a bet on the footy this week? Top this. Top Sport have hundreds of markets to choose from across the AFL, NRL and rugby. So whether you're into the big goals or the big hits, there's something for everyone. And Top Sport will let you on for plenty. Top that. Download the app today and bet on your game your way. If you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sport. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. And when you do join, and if you're serious about your punting, you owe it to yourself to get the best service and the best odds. So when you join, use the promo code UNFILTERED and they will treat you like kings. What a week it has been. This is the game that never stops. There's never a dull moment, and there have been plenty of them this week. Hoping your week has been a beauty, legends. If it hasn't, Time to relax, let life's worries disappear for 45 minutes or so and listen to the only podcast that talks with the game's superstars, not about them. On this episode, 12 absolute legends and champions drop on in for a chat and it's not just about footy either. You've been warned. I know a young fellow from Charleville in outback Queensland. He's late 20s, 28, 29. He's come to the big city where he's learning his craft and, and doing so with some heroes in a position to help him day to day. Kurt Capewell, you're getting to learn from Alan Langer, Kevin and Steve Walters, Petro Sivanasiva daily. That's pretty cool when you put it like that. Yeah, it's unbelievable, mate, to, to uh, think of the players that I'm, well, Past players that I'm sitting in the same room with um, as a kid, you wouldn't you wouldn't dream about it. They're two generations ago, I guess. Still got it though. All of them, uh, maybe not physically, but the way they see the game, astonishing. Yeah, very very intelligent. Um, even though the game's changed a fair bit, um, it's still a pretty simple game in their eyes, and uh, they've definitely helped helped us out around the park. That's for sure. Importantly, are the three of them, and I'm talking about the Walters boys and uh, and Alf, are they still pests? I mean, serious pests, because they were back in the day. They like to have a laugh, that's for sure, and uh, sometimes it's at, at someone else's expense, yeah. but uh, we're all good sports around the club, and it's it's awesome to have that, um, you know, in your squad, to have that sense of humour, and uh, Alf never misses. I don't know, he's, I've never seen a man so funny when he has a beer. Yeah, it's good fun. He's a beauty. Cool insight, mate. Appreciate it. Chat again soon. Thanks, mate. It was one of the games of 2021. Finals time, elimination finals time. Para Penrith, obviously, the Panthers went on to win, then win the Premiership, but the Eels left it all out there. They gained plenty of fans in what I reckon was probably their best performance in a couple of years and probably the game of the year as well. Will Pinacini joins us. What do you remember of the game, mate? What stands out? Yeah, that was probably you know my favourite game to play, and 
um, is definitely the toughest as well. Um, you know, straight from the kickoff, we everyone was just going for each other, and yeah. there was nonstop just big hits and big tackles. And um, yeah, it was a great game. The crowd was great as well. Uh, there was not much in the game, and there was only two points. Mm-hmm. But um, no, unfortunately, we couldn't um, come away with the win that night. Um, honestly, it could have gone either way, but. Um, you know, it kind of gives us confidence coming into this year as well that, you know, we went so close to, you know, beating the Premiers that won it this, that year. So, um, you know, it was a great match, a great game. And, uh, you know, I was very humbled to be able to play in that final series. It was a different game. I loved it because it went against the trend of, you know, a 42-34 scoreline. It was 8-6, such a defensive game, but so much scrambling. Like there were still line breaks, but everyone was tested across the field for all 80 minutes. Yeah, 100%. You know, the whole game, um, every player had to be on their toes because, you know, you slip once and, you know, that's a try. But, um, you know, you th- you'd think you have them on the sideline, then they would scramble as well. Mm. And, you know, we'll try to do the same. Um, you know, there was one, there was both tries were off kicks. Um, they weren't, you know, tries that they went around us or went through us. So, you just tell how you know defensively good that game was to watch, and um, obviously a very tough game. And um, yeah, as you said, you know we just had to scramble, and you know both sides did um, uh, did their best, and you know, it came down to a penalty goal to win them the game. So um, you know, a very exciting game to um, play, and um, you know people are saying that was probably one of the best games of the season. Um, yeah, just on probably how tough it is and how close it was. It was just your fifth first grade game. Did you feel the pressure because it was such a big game? Kind of yes, kind of no. Um, I just felt like trying to say to myself, you know, it's another game, and um, you know, I did the same prep and same routine I do for each game, and yeah. um, uh, I was, that would that would have been my fifth game, so I was kind of getting in my um, groove a bit of, and um, you know, I had great players around me. You know, I had very um, I had very experienced players. Uh, such as Mitchell Moses and inside me and, and Blake Ferguson outside of me. So that so that gave me confidence. Um, they've played a couple, you know, final series and they've played a couple of NRL games as well. So, um, you know, they were speaking wisdom into me and just telling me, you know, it's another game. And, yeah. um, you know, I just went out there and, and tried to do the same thing I've been doing, just my job and, um, yeah, have fun with it as well. A cracking game of footy. Awesome to relive it with one of the guys on the field. Thanks for chatting, Will. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for having me. Question, what's the greatest sound in the world? But what's better than cracking a coldie? Cracking half a dozen. This is Six Pack of Superstars revealing our top six. And for his top six Kiwis ever, the little general Stacey Jones. Reuben? You say Reuben, Wiki, was it nice that you were inducted into the NRL Hall of Fame together? Yeah, that was yeah. That made it more special. That's probably another reason why it's top of the list too. Um, Nigel Bugner. Yeah, I'm going to take a couple from the '80s. Um, Mark Graham. It'd be hard to leave Big MG out. What a golden era in yep. New yep. Zealand rugby league. Yep, big time. Um, I'm going to leave some. So how many is that? Three. Three. <laughs> Uh, I have to put Gary Freeman in there. The Wiz. Now I'm going to take two from, I'm, I'm going to say uh, Benji. Yeah. Love it. Yep. Roger. Roger for what he's doing and also what he 
can continue to do in the future. Really good call. That is a super six, isn't it? Yeah, you leave out Simon Mannering. And yeah. Manu. <laughs> yeah. Having a bet on sport this week? Top this. Top Sport's same-game multi gives you the most competitive multiple for every leg. And with hundreds of markets to choose from across sports and racing, you're sure to find a combination unlike any other. And they'll let you on for plenty. So if you want to get the top odds every time, download the app today and bet your way. Top that. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. And when you join up, if you're serious about getting the best service and the best odds, and you've got to, you've got to do it for yourself, use the promo code UNFILTERED. Joining us from Top Sport, the top dog, Tristan Merlihan. There is one particular market I'm super keen on this week, my friend, the unfiltered tri-scoring market. Now, please explain. Yes, g'day. And, uh, yeah, we have, we've created our own special, unique market just for listeners to this great show where all of the, uh, the special guests, the players that you'll be having on this weekend, what we've done is we've created a market for, uh, for, for out of the seven players playing this weekend, how many tries they'll be able to score. So if you're a great fan of this program, which you should be, and you want to support the players that are jumping on, then we've got a market up there. You can back one, two, three, four. So I won't spoil a surprise on who's on, but jump onto the website, have a look at uh, the uh, unfiltered try scorer market on the side, on the app, and you can pick there. You can say, if if I think at least three of these players are going to score, I can get $4.40 about it. A little bit like bingo. It's it's like a bingo card where you can check off the players as they're playing. Gives you a little bit of an interest on each game over the course of the weekend. Go to topsport.com.au or download the app. Go to Sport Rugby League. Unfiltered try scorer market. Now, uh, you've got at least one player, at least two, at least three, all the way up to all seven of seven players at 10,000 to one. Interestingly, though, at $5, none of the players to score a try. So we're keeping you honest here, mate. We We are keeping you honest because you've included the zero tries. I have, I have. A lot of, a lot of the time when you when uh, other places throw up these uh, promotional markets, they, they they juice them up quite significantly. These are all really good odds for the punters. We've got the zero market in there, so just say keeping us honest, so that we can't just sort of uh, inflate the odds. So it's it, it's a really true price. So if you just want to sit back, enjoy the weekend of uh, games, throw a little something on, whatever you think is is is, is a fair one. We've got four forty five dollars, sixteen dollars. Is, is a nice, realistic one about half the players scoring or a little bit over half. And yeah. as you say, if you really want us to get a little bit of pain, 10,000 to one about all seven scoring. <laughs> okay, six of the guys are on this very podcast. I speak of Kurt Capewell, Joe Tarpany, Drew Hutchison, Will Penasini, Braden Hamill-Newelli, Scott Drinkwater, and Saturday's Firebrand Barbecue Weekend Session podcast is Adam Elliott. So they are the f- seven players, possibly, we are hoping to score a try. Once again, Capewell, Tarpany, Hutchison, Penasini, Hamlin, Ueli, Drinkwater, and Elliott. Our $100 free bet, courtesy of Top Sport, involves this very market. We have selected at least three players to score a try. And we're paying four dollars forty, mate. Is is that okay? Absolutely, four dollars forty. About at least three of those players you just mentioned, which I think is a really good bet. We've got a couple of a uh, couple of backs there. We've got a couple of teams 
on the favoured side where, uh, yeah, you, you look at someone like Drinkwater and Benassini and Capel, I, I think there's a good chance some of those guys will be ducking over. So $100 on our charity account at $4.40. Hey, mate, before I let you go, I do have to ask, are there any changes to the Panthers' premiership odds? Stephen Crichton out short-term, Jerome Luai out long-term. Are there any changes at the moment that you can see? At the moment, we're still a dollar ninety-five about Penrith to win the comp. Now, don't forget, we've got that special market up, Panthers v the field, where you can take the field at dollar eighty-five. So, our traders think we're we're still siding on the fact that Penrith they'll get these players back for the finals. Yeah. Now, at the moment, they've got yeah. the minor premiership locked in, but as you know, when, when in, injuries are there, they can linger around, they can reoccur. So, if if, if you think the Panthers can win at that dollar ninety-five, or if you think that maybe there's a couple of teams that might be able to push through the gap. Um, $1.85 about every other team in that comp. The one I think is a little bit of value because they're on the hot, they're on the rise, is probably South Sydney. They're at $16. They're in a game this weekend where they're $2.15 against the Sharkies. If they were to cause an upset against the Sharks, I feel they go into $11, $12 to win the comp. So if if you're the same same side as me where you think the Bunnies are on the up here, I'd be having a little something on them at 16 because if they keep this momentum going, they'll be under $10 by the time the finals roll around. Yep, uh, well summed up. Injury, the bookie and also the punters' worst nightmare come September. Always a pleasure, mate. Don't forget topsport.com.au. Even better, download their wonderful app. And when you join, use the promo code unfiltered. And punters, I promise you this, They will treat you like kings. Any episode, any time, that's our line. All of our interviews are timeless, meaning they don't date, and they'll make sense whenever you're ready to listen to them. With that in mind, let's go back to episodes 293 and 294 and the great Billy Moore. This Wales had, I think, 10 or 11 yeah. current kangaroo tourists from the year before 94. Yeah. So we're in the chain sheds. Three minutes ago before the game, I caught the eye of the storm, the moment of peace and quiet. I was, I love that moment. If I could take you anywhere, Andy, and you've been there anyway, but to drop someone in the eye of the storm. Oh, yeah. When there's no one else in the room but the players. I'm looking around and I'm looking at you. This about The word honesty I used before. This mm. is honesty. You've got to do what you said you're going to do. You've got to deliver. You've got to find mm. a solution with no excuses. Otherwise, someone's going to get hurt here. Yep. Because you're going to play. You're playing against the best of the best. Mm. It creates that moment of clarity, stillness, and the great Gary Larson turned and goes, "Billy, Billy, Tim, give them some of that Queenslander shit, mate. Tell them that Queenslander stuff you said to me. <laughs> Tell them about what Jacko told you." So I told the young blokes the three things: help yeah. me, mate, find a solution, and no excuses. And I pumped everyone up. We've all started screaming, "Queenslander, Queenslander, Queenslander!" And I've gone down the race onto the field at uh, at the Sydney Football Stadium. Channel 9 put a camera in the tunnel for the first yeah. ever time. It was never there before. Wasn't it really? Had never been there before. No one knew it was there. And I always say the greatest thing in my life took place. The other 16 blokes shut up, and I've been living off it ever since. <laughs> but what you saw come down that tunnel was Peter Jackson personified, totally fixated. I knew yeah. the challenge ahead to win that game one. We won by one 2 nil. Let's rewind even further. Episodes 90 and 91 with the gorgeous Scott Sattler. Yeah, I called him gorgeous. He is absolutely gorgeous, all of him. What do I remember about the grand final itself? I remember Craig Gower's speech. Never spoke before a game, Craig Gower. 
Even as captain? No. Just used to lead by action. Yeah. But he just said, I'm, as a Penrith boy, I'm so proud to lead the jersey that I grew up loving out on the grand final day. I hope we can do it all together. Yeah. And I remember Tony pulled to a crying next to me after, he, after Craig Yow spoke. And then in the game, I remember the national anthem. I remember Troy Casadale sang the national yeah. anthem and I wanted to go shake his hand because I was a massive <laughs> fan, but it was pouring rain. They rushed him off the stage. Um, but can't remember too much of the game. I can remember the game itself. Um, it was about – I can remember vividly. It's a 60-second minute. We were leading 12-6. Yep. And I thought that we'd done all we can to win the game, but we were starting to run out of gas. And I thought, how much longer can we hold on? It's a long 18 minutes. I said, I don't know how much longer we can hold on yeah. here. And, um, and then Martin Lang, who'd been knocked out twice that game, one by Jason Kalis, another one by Luke Rickardson. Knocked out cold, got back off the canvas and just kept running into the defensive line. And he ran onto this ball and they come out of the line again to try and hit him. And they both hit him at once, but both the Roosters players, I think Mick Crocker was one of them. And they both just pinballed off him and hit the ground and he kept running. And I thought to myself, yeah, "Yeah, they're not going to beat us tonight. We just sort of had their measure. Inside story time, and I'll preface this by saying there is a massive difference between a smart ass who gets a big head and gloats and a bloke that genuinely enjoys playing with his mates, having a laugh, and that is you. And there's a good core group of mates around you, myself included, that still giggle about that tackle whilst you talk it up and you talk yourself up. Now, you can't tell lies here, and we have termed you Mr. 54th Minute. It's nice we can look back and have a giggle all these years later. You know what I think? I think we play in an era now where you can, uh, tongue-in-cheek, yeah, have a bit of a piss take. That's right. If you did it back in the 60s, 70s or 80s, you would have got put back in your place. Yeah. So I'm fortunate that if you, you have a bit – if you make fun of yourself, which you do and, and Gordy Tallis and yep. you know, a few of the boys are always – yeah, Gordy always calls me shit tackle, and um, <laughs> but he calls me uh, John Junior. But um, but in saying that, it's I think you got to be able to take the piss out of yourself, and I do. I take the piss out of myself. And- absolutely. What about this beauty with the legendary Craig Tugger Coleman from the Gold Coast to Campbelltown and the Magpies? Tommy Radonikus's coach. You said he was your idol. What's your what's your favourite memory of Tom, Tommy or your favourite Tommy story? Oh, I. I- I played against Tommy yeah. you know, when I was 18, um, Hanson Park, and it's a classic story because Johnny Peake was our captain yeah. and, um, and Tommy was theirs. And you know, I'm nervous I'm playing against my old time. I used to walk into the schoolyard. Remember Tommy used to have his limp wrist? Yeah. I, I used to walk into the schoolyard thinking I was Tommy. And, um, <laughs> and you know, I'd, I'd get up at three in the morning to watch Tommy bash, not just halfbacks in, when they're playing the Poms, yeah. anyone, anyone who come in Tommy's way. Yeah. And – I remember Hanson Park and Peaky goes out to toss the coin and um, he comes back and he goes, where's Tugger, where's Tugger? I said, well, what's, what's wrong, Peaky? He said, oh, mate, just be a, a bit careful. He said, Tommy ain't real happy. 
I said, well, what do you mean he's not rappy? I said, well, what's he look like? He said, well, I'll tell you, he looks like he's got a big beard on. He's got Vaseline all over his face. And he said, I tossed the coin. Tommy said to me, I don't give a fuck which way we run. We're kicking off you and slammed the door in the referee's face. <laughs> <laughs> and the referee shouldn't think about it. So he just said, and I'll never forget the story. We were, we were a better team now and we had them beat. And they scored in the last couple of minutes. A kid called, I'll never forget it, a kid called Muhammad El Safdi. And he scores in the corner. Tommy runs over, picks him up. He says, I told you, Muhammad, I told you you could do it. And it, and it was just uh, seeing how Tommy had this talent to make average players better. Yeah. You know? And he was one of a, there's only a few I've ever seen who have that, had that talent that could make ordinary players better. Sam Bird just could do it. Yeah. You know, you know just, uh, just his leadership and the way, um, you know, I could talk about Tommy all day. Firebrand Barbecue does it better than anyone else. Why? Because they're the immortals of the barbecue. Online at firebrandbarbecue.com.au or in store at Arndale Park, where we're dealing with, now get this, over 550 square metres of barbecue heaven. There's a massive range of barbecues, smokers, rotisseries and fire pits. There's a cafe, a deli, the country's widest range of barbecue pantry items and, of course, their fuel products as well. Saturday is market day with 20% off all fuel products. It's the day to visit. Lift your barbecue game and check out firebrandbarbecue.com.au or call 1-800-FIRE-UP and let them know we sent you. You'll be sizzling soon. What's the feel-good story of the season? Got to be the North Queensland Cowboys, uh, Chad Townsend, Tom Dearden, and this bloke, Scotty Drinkwater, who has dropped in onto the podcast for the very first time. Looking sharp, the Cowboys, business end of the year, exciting, mate, a good feel around the joint? Yeah, it's been a great feel all year, mate. Um, You know, guys, we haven't been, as a club, winning for the past couple of years, so Winning consistently, um, you now it tastes pretty good. And, um, yeah, everyone's you know, happy, bubbly, and the coaches are, you know, being a bit nice to us at training now, um, getting the back end of the season. So, yeah, all in all, the environment's great. Mate, an amazing season for you. Let's go back to rounds one to five. You weren't in the side. Then a coffee and a chat with Todd Payton changed it all. What was the chat, mate, and what did you learn about yourself? Um, well, he kind of just, you know, Hamaso went, went down injured against the Roosters and um, he went for a coffee with me and he, he picked me the year before to play fullback and um, I had a shocker um, and he kind of felt like I didn't want to play there. So he went for a coffee. Um, now he, he just asked me and he said, you know, do you want to play fullback? Um, like, be honest with me because if not, like, I can put someone else back there and move someone into the centres or wing. Um, you know, watching the boys on the sideline for four weeks, um, you know, winning and having fun and kind of being a part of it, but not fully being a part of it. Uh, you know, I was, you know, it was pretty simple answer that, yeah, you know, I'm keen to play fullback. Um, you know, I had one bad game there, but, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I was keen to get back in the team and play there. Are you enjoying your time at number one now? Is Does it feel like home? I am loving it. Um, you know, I've, Played it in 2019 and then yeah. 2020 and 21, I was in the hards. And um, I probably didn't have the belief in myself um, to be, I guess, you know, a good fullback in this day and age. Um, you know, guys like Tedesco, Turbo, Latrell, um, you know, they're bigger bodies and mm. uh, like, yeah, so they're a bit heavier than me. And then, 
But then I guess I look back to you know guys like Paps. Um, you know, he's playing fullback. Dane Laurie. Yep. Um, you know, even Gutherson. You know, he's mm. he's not the biggest guy, but then you know they they were still um, performing well. So I guess I just had to find that belief back in myself that um, I was physically capable of playing that position. And um, you know, once once I guess I believed in that, um, you know, I, I started the. You know, have some consistent form, which um, you know I hadn't been showing. Great story, mate. Keep doing what you're doing, legend. You are killing it. We look forward to following your progress over the rest of this season. Yeah, cheers, Andy. Would you like a personal message? Something nice, something sweet, something highly inappropriate and downright rude. I can do that. I'm on Swish now, whatever your occasion, whatever the message, go to heyswish.com, Swish, S-W-Y-S-H. Go there and search Andy Raymond. Whatever you want, whenever you want, consider it done a cool and a different present for that special occasion or you don't even need an occasion. You might just want to give one of your mates a serve. As a young, inexperienced bloke in any system, I guess you look at guys around the club, old boys that might be able to help you out, guys that played your position especially. Well, if you're a young Knights hooker, you get to pick the brains of one of the all-timers in Danny Baderas. Chris Randall, how good is Bedsy at helping the young number nines? Yeah, mate. It's um, it's unreal having him around the club. Um, just... He's a pretty busy man, but when he when he can get out on the field and give you a few tips, you're definitely listening um, and taking it all in. He's he's one of the best to ever do it. And yeah. uh, for me, I grew up idolizing Bedsy, and um, yeah, you sort of got to pinch yourself a little bit to be out there, you know, learning off him. It's yeah, unreal. Very cool. I spoke to Jaden Braley about this and about Bedsy, and Braille said. Betsy's like a natural teacher, a natural talker, and he's able to explain things easy, easily, logically, and really well. Is that how you found it? Yeah, I um, I think everyone finds uh, Betsy's way of coaching, and he's very approachable. Yes, um, yeah, like you said, he's he's good to learn off. He he's done it all before. He knows he knows um, the ins and outs of footy, and um, you know, just through his experience and the type of bike he is, he is, he is, uh, he is very easy to learn off. Yeah. And yeah, like, like I said, very approachable. And if you ever have any, um, any questions for him or, um, you want to show him a part of your game or anything like that, um, he's, yeah, he's very happy to, to help out whenever he can. And, um, yeah, we're very lucky to have him. Does he get called Bedsy or Blubs? What's the, what's the inside word? No, uh, Blubs. I've never heard that one. Blubs is a mate, Blubs what, is a nickname. It yeah, it's a nickname he earned back in the day. He got so pissed from a day before Bucks party, he actually couldn't fulfil his bridal party duties. I think it might have been Boozy Hughes's <laughs> wedding. Uh, cracking story, cracking story from Bedsy. Was, was he with Joey? Uh, yes, the Johns boys. Johns boys heavily yeah. involved. What a surprise that is. Leading him astray for sure. Correct. Great insight, mate. Always a pleasure. Keep well. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne for a free chat.
This is the Rugby League Superpod, and it is that time on the podcast every week where we get Clarkie's call, and the great man from Clarkie's RL column has lobbed once again. What have you tossed up this week, old mate? G'day, Andy, and listeners. This week I've gone with the signing of Reese Walsh will not turn things around for the Storm. They lead the league in tries and line breaks, so attack isn't their issue. It's their defense letting them down. They missed 28.9 tackles per game. Now, for some comparison, the 15th place Gold Coast Titans miss only half a tackle more than that per game. With those defensive issues, I don't see Walsh addressing that for them at all. On their defense, there was some absolute garbage tossed up by some very expensive players over the last fortnight. There was... There was one effort or lack of effort that got replayed a couple of times on the TV game. Uh, very un-Melbourne-like. Wow, four in a row. Uh, what was the reaction, mate? Really a wide-ranging um, opinions coming in here, Andy, and I think that's just because, although this sounds weird as footy fans, we're just not used to seeing Melbourne lose four in a row. Yeah. Um, it's hard to put our fingers on exactly why, um, and I think there's a little bit of confusion in that and a lot of people trying to make sense of it, and they just can't, which is why we saw such a, a wide range of opinions. I'm going to hit you with the first one from Facebook from Fizz Hafini Matamua. Walsh hasn't even been that great this season. I do think he'd thrive in another environment, but he's been super average this year. I actually agree. I think the hype around Reese Walsh unwarranted this year. What have you got from Insta, mate? Yeah, I, I definitely agree on that one. I, th- I think Reese Walsh has some other things on his mind at present. Uh, from Ed Sumanda, he says, a great offense is the best defense. So he's backing the signing of Reese Walsh there. Yep. So a little, I did a little bit of digging on this one, Andy, and I've got to disagree with Ed here uh, for the reasons here. When the Roosters went back-to-back in 2018 and 2019, yeah. only one game in both final series did they allow more than one try. It was in 2018, the Sharks scored two tries against them. Every other finals game when they went back-to-back, the other team could only score one try. I think that really puts into perspective for me that for anyway, for me anyway, Andy, that defense is much more important than offense when it comes to rugby league. Absolutely. And you see a lot of peanuts carry on with statistics overall season. Uh, I would like to think we've seen enough football over the years that the stats from rounds home and away can get thrown out the window for finals football. And we saw that with the Roosters a couple of years ago, going back to back. As you said, two tries or more than two tries in only two games over two years. Unbelievable. Jason Campbell on Facebook said you can't compare the Storm stats over the season to where they are now. So a similar line to what I was saying. Without Pappy, they've struggled to score points. I get that Walsh isn't a, a great defender, but they need something in attack as well. Hmm. What about... Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, what about from Facebook, mate? I've got another one here from uh, Arterial Deluxe. He says, of the last few losses, ball security seems to be a problem as well. And I agreed with that at first, but I did have a closer look at this. Uh, They average 80% completion rate so far this year, Andy. And in their last four losses, they've actually averaged 80.5%. Now, when they won the grand final, mm. they averaged 80% as well. So their their possession rate is pretty much, sorry, their completion rate rather, is pretty much right where it's always been. So I think we can rule that out for the Storm, which 
again, um, I'm not giving many answers here. I'm just um, yep. diving down more rabbit holes, but I think we can cross that out as a reason also. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you, what, we could go on for hours and hours because there's so much varied debate over this. Some people see it as an attacking issue, a defensive issue, an individual issue. I think it's more a collective issue and a system issue, again, which we have never, ever seen at the Melbourne Storm. Another wonderful call. Awesome debate by some very clever people in and around our great game of rugby league that always comment on your social media posts and we can find you at Clarkie's Rugby League column guys across social media. This is the part of the podcast where we've put you in charge. You're asking the questions. Our superstars are giving their answers. Look out. Let's start with Melbourne's Christian Welsh. Okay, questions from the listeners. They're a loose lot with some, let's just say, different questions, but I've brushed the outright crazy ones. We'll start with Travis from Keelor. How competitive are Harry Grant and Brandon Smith at training? Two great hookers, but realistically, they're vying for one spot. I'd imagine the competition would be full on. Yeah, it's intense. I think, um, yeah, Harry and Brandon are just, Really competitive guys, as the, the question has already spoken about, but um, great fellas, um, but they're also very selfless, I think, um, you know, to have a state of origin hooker and, and the Kiwi hooker and to have the selflessness to share that role and, and whatever's best for the team. You know, sometimes we come up against a really big Ford pack and um, we might need to go for a bit more size and start Brandon, yep. and then other weeks we might need to go with Harry. So it's very much what fits best for that week and the players just get on with it because... Um, you know, their, their most important goal, uh, you know, it's not representative jerseys or minutes or Delhi and Mookers of the Year. It's about winning a premiership. So, um, yeah, they're both very competitive. I'd probably say um, Brandon because uh, me and him have a little uh, little rivalry. So he's a very competitive guy about everything. And, uh, yeah, but both very great fellas. Mate, it's one thing that separates you elite-level athletes from the rest of us. Most of us in life... I guess shy away from competition day to day. You guys, you just thrive on it. And it doesn't matter if it's competition for a starting spot or competition playing golf. You guys get off on the challenge. Yeah, I like how you brought up golf because it's a big thing here at the Storm. Um, I actually live with a Melbourne Rebels player and it's a bit of a different culture. You know, when we're Munster, Jerome Hughes, perhaps, and Brandon, when we're playing golf, um, you know, <laughs> We're almost more excited when someone has a duff, you know, than <laughs> us getting a good shot. There's certainly not a whole lot of compliments getting around, whereas the Rebels boys seem to be very positive, very lovely fellas. And Canberra's Joe Tarpany. Front row is where the big, out-of-shape box heads play. Not you, Joe Tarpany. You okay with moving into that territory, mate? It's um, It's been a slow move. I started out on the back row centres and I'm slowly creeping in, so... Um... I think the game's changed where where the where the front rows aren't those big box heads anymore. You gotta have a like a Victor Radley ball player now. When you were growing up, lock and front row were completely different. Um and sort of as you just said there, that's not really the case in them anymore. They're they're very similar in many ways. You you can't be a ball player a hundred percent of the time. You can't charge off the back fence a hundred percent of the time. You gotta find that right mix. It's a bit of a balance, and um, if you don't adapt to it, I think you're going to be out the game real quick. 
It's awesome to be teaming up with Retro Rugby League videos, a Facebook page for the hardcore and tragic footy fan just like us. From the old Commonwealth Bank Cup to first grade, the collection of videos weekly is insane. Check them out, legends. Go to Facebook and simply search Retro Rugby League videos. You'll love it. In a perfect world, a coach's two kickers have just the one difference. One difference only. As a coach, you'd love one of your kickers to be a right footer, the other one to be a lefty. Drew Hutchison from the Sydney Roosters has again joined us. Mate, the advantage of having a lefty and a righty in the side, what is it? Yeah, just um, I suppose it gives your team that uh, aspect to sort of kick to both sides of the field and sort of kick to all parts of the field, which is... It's something that um, I know that the Roosters, we really take advantage of it, yep. especially having having a, a left foot kicker that can sort of – it just makes the fullbacks and the wingers really uh, really have to think about uh, think hard about who's going to kick the ball and uh, where, where it's going to go. We hear the term kicking across your body, meaning that the defender is coming from the inside at your kicking leg and amazing how the mind works, but it's just enough of a distraction if it's your inside leg, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's um, it certainly is. And I mean, the higher, greater footy you're playing, the harder it is to do. I mean, yeah. the amount of kick pressure that you get in the NRL, it's it's extremely hard to sort of uh, kick with your inside leg. And I suppose the um, yeah, the speed at what some of the markers and the A's are putting pressure on you. Know, it's it's very very tough to, to get a quality kick away. So it's um, having sort of left footer on the left and the right foot on the right, it, it, it certainly does help. As you said, it opens up the field. Mate, the ability to kick both feet, how do you go on the opposite side? Yeah, next question. I'm no good on my right foot. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's taken me 25 years to sort of get good on or to practice your left foot. So it's, um, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't fancy myself on my right foot. Great insight. Appreciate it. Unfiltered, mate. Keep well. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> Joining us on the podcast, NRL's version of The Rock, 100%. Braden Hamlin Ueli from the Sharks has joined us. It's now famous, mate, the tri-celebration. The people's elbow was delivered. Very cool, mate. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see that um, you know, after the game. As soon as um, it happened, I was getting that many messages and a um, few phone calls about it. and uh, Everyone thought it was, I actually punched him, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> Mate, you might get a you might get a start over there. Uh, your idea, or did you uh, get persuaded by someone else? Well, we spoke about it. Like everyone thinks we practiced it a lot, but we spoke about it. I think the week before training, never practiced it, and all like I imagine in front of us scored and, and we did something like that. So yeah, it was it was pretty much off the cuff and yeah, like a one day thing. And we're like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. Not so much. Oh, it's hard to it's hard to like the new stuff, but. You know, the old stuff was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree on both. And all for a bit of fun. Most importantly, though, for a good cause as the game rallied to raise funds for the injured Mossy Masoy. Yeah, that's that's definitely impressive, eh? Like, yeah. a lot of the boys get around it. And um, the fact that Sportsbet doubled um, the donation because of our try celebration you know, makes, a little, makes it a bit more personal. You know, you, you, yeah. you're able to raise a bit more money um, just from your actions alone. So, 
yeah, it, it, it actually touched my heart that I was able to do that for him. Love it, mate. Uh, really good story. Well played. Thanks for the chat. We'll do it again soon. All good. Thank you. If you're enjoying Andy Raymond Unfiltered, give us some love. Go to Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening and subscribe to the podcast. Then whack in a five-star rating and a review. As random and weird ass as you like. Funniest weekly review wins an unfiltered trucker's hat. Yeah, bribery. Get to it, legends. Eddie Collins. Eddie Collins. You've won a trucker's cap for your review this week on Apple, that purple icon. Appreciate the support, big nuts. The more ratings and reviews you guys leave, the more content we can produce as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. Remember these three sponsors and supporters' names for us. Galaxy Finance, Firebrand Barbecue and Top Sport Legends. Have a good one. I'm off to the public bar for the weekend. Uh, Take a breath and enjoy it. The footy is on and your weekend is sorted. Enjoy the game, order a pizza, grab a coldie, go hard on a five-leg multi and don't forget, as always, back pikey in the last. (laughs) 